we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for April 16th, 2017. And this is a sound bite from, entitled Kushner at War White House Regime Change and just some other facts that we can add in here uh, re regarding this whole thing. Now, I know what I said before about Alex Jones. I'm talking about when I've heard him recently talk about Trump. He's giving him a lot of leeway and free passes and still expecting the best from him and again when you look at every all the facts that are starting to add up like what we've covered in this study already and then the last one i just can't do that anymore but i've noticed sometimes too with the reporters that alex jones has sometimes they will go after things even though he may not be he may not actually be um putting forth that narrative so um, let's go ahead and play this clip. Forging peace in the Middle East. Now, Dr. Steve Pachetic was on the Alex Jones show today, and he spoke about why he feels Donald Trump needs to let Jared Kushner know that he's fired. I don't know Jared Kushner. I've seen the best of him. He comes out of a family that was involved in real estate. He's involved in real estate. His father was indicted and convicted. The problem is they have some major properties in Manhattan, one in particular, which I know very well, is 666 Fifth Avenue. Billions of dollars have been foreclosed upon on the Kushner family, and they can't refinance that property. All it takes in the business of real estate, and believe me, I know this very well, is for one major property to go under for billions of dollars, and then it starts to be a domino effect. Kushner is a highly vulnerable target for the Chinese, for the Russians, and any foreign uh, individuals, because their family was doing private business with the Chinese. It's the Chinese who came in and told them, we'll take care of you. Now, he can resign if he wants, he can do whatever he wants. But nevertheless, from a counterintelligence point of view, Kushner and many of those civilians there are really prime targets for foreign governments in terms of manipulation and leveraging. And if I were Jared Kushner, I would leave the White House and, and, and do the best thing he could, just say to America, thank you very much, and go back to his real estate business. Otherwise, he becomes a liability. And that liability as a civilian, it doesn't matter whether he's a son-in-law or not, becomes a great liability. There is a serious issue with the rise of Jared and Ivanka in terms of their influence at the White House. And a good example of this is this article from Axios talking about how Trump is planning a centrist push and Priebus is on board. Bannon may not be, and if he's not, he will be pushed out because they said this is changing culture here. They said it's changing from nationalist versus globalist to combat versus collaboration. In other words, if you were going to push back against the changes that are happening very rapidly in the Trump White House, then you're going to be pushed out. If you take a combative approach, you have to become a collaborator with the Goldman Sachs globalists. And we've seen this. We've seen Jared Kushner bring in the Obamacare architect, Zeke Emanuel, brother of Rahm Emanuel, multiple times. The guy who was adamant that Obamacare would not be repealed. And even though we've seen wonderful moves at the beginning of the Trump administration against the TPP, we've now seen Gary Cohen bringing in the architect of the TPP to push back against NAFTA on climate change. We saw Donald Trump bring in a very combative attorney general who had pushed back against the EPA's legal overreach. 
and we had some great moves to stop this overreach by the EPA. And yet, when it came to the Paris Climate Treaty and that executive action, we hear that Ivanka pushed very hard for that not to be talked about, or the endangerment clause to not be shut down. So if you'd leave these structures there, just like Obamacare, then that is the dangerous thing. And that is the globalist approach that is there. So how is this all being shaken up? Well, we see another person being taken out of the National Security Council. Of course, we lost first uh, General Flynn, then we lost Steve Bannon last week. Now we see KT McFarlane, who was brought in by General Flynn. She has now been pushed out by McMaster. They say that he was given, of course, by Donald Trump. This is uh, the Daily Caller. She, he was, McMaster was given the authority to restructure the National Security Council to suit his particular needs. Reports circulating in February suggested that McFarlane might leave. However, she told the Hill at that time that she would stay on. She said, I just met with the president. He asked me to stay on. I'm thrilled to do so. However, now we see that she is leaving just a couple of months later. So she's being pushed out. Gary Cohen, again, who brought in the architect of uh, TPP to push back against uh, any reform of NAFTA, is being talked about as the new candidate for chief of staff. And then as Katie McFarlane is leaving, we're seeing someone else take her place, Dinah Habib Powell, an Egyptian who came here at the age of four. She speaks Egyptian, and of course she was brought in first as Ivanka Trump's advisor, telling her how to navigate in Washington, as they talked about in uh, Fortune magazine. She was the incoming first daughter's uh, partner with, the, with um, uh, Diana Powell, so she was going to fine-tune her powerful new role. Well, as uh, they say, she was the go-to person on women's issues. Now she is going to be advising Donald Trump on national security. And back when she was advising her on women's issues, the Washington Post said, well, we love her positions on issues. The only problem is they're not Donald Trump's positions. They're Hillary Clinton's positions. And that's what we're seeing in national security and foreign policy and economic and trade issues as the Goldman Sachs people take over. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole other aspect. I haven't even covered that. I didn't even know about those changes that are happening. And again, this is all... It's almost like, you know, he got in there and he, and he, and he wanted to placate everybody, the, his, his base... He put in a lot of people that seem to be good choices, not all of them, but now it's like this woman is 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 who is Ivanka's main advisor, who now is, who is now going to be advising Donald Trump, has a her stances on women's issues are Hillary Clinton's. You mean like pro-abortion? And I mean, I. I <laughs> Red flag after red flag after red flag is unfortunately what we're seeing here. Uh, here's the next video. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And this is entitled, There's Something Very Strange About This Man. And we're talking about Jared Kushner. I feel like most people don't even know what Jared Kushner sounds like, even though he's so influential now, because he rarely talks to the press. The only interviews we could find online uh, didn't have anything to do with national policy. It was just Kushner discussing his real estate business. Just one year ago, Jared Kushner was a nobody, at least as far as U.S. politics was concerned. Forbes magazine <clears throat> trumpeting on their cover. The man they credit with Donald Trump's victory, President-elect's own son-in-law, Jared Kushner. And why, why is the New World Order, who is the one that controls a lot of these magazines, why are they putting Kushner on the cover? 
I mean, I'm talking about not a part of the cover. I'm talking about the whole cover. In this particular case, you know, uh, his, I guess we could say the bust of somebody, the, the upper chest part in his head, Forbes. And it says, this guy got Trump elected. Now, what a slap in the face that would be to his base, who are the ones that actually voted for him. You know, how, how did, now Kushner, they're giving all the credit to him? That he got Trump elected? Covering reaction to Trump's win. People said they were shocked, stunned. One man told us that this was all messed up. And here's another one from Forbes, exclusive interview. How Jared Kushner won the Trump White House. The story appears in the December 20, 2016 issue of Forbes. So they're giving him all the credit. been one week since donald trump pulled off the biggest upset in modern political history and the way this video plays out is it's not really that great for audio for me to convey it but the information is important enough that i really need to cover this so just kind of if you would bear with me on this so again the full quote is it's been one week since donald trump pulled off the biggest upset in modern political history uh and then it goes on to say, in his headquarters at Trump Tower in New York City is a 58-story onyx-glassed lightning rod. The most compelling figure in this intrigue, however, wasn't in Trump Tower. Jared Kushner was three blocks south, high up in his own skyscraper at 5th Avenue, at 666 5th Avenue. <laughs> Unbelievable. Where he oversees his family's Kushner company's uh, real estate empire. Kushner could even play a key part in the Middle East peace process. While his role has fueled speculation, Kushner has quietly been taking steps to distance himself from his multi-billion dollar real estate business, Kushner Companies. Of all the financial titans and philanthropists of the 20th century... Okay, this is 60 Minutes, and it's a report about George Soros. None are more complex or mysterious than George Soros. Like Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, and the Rockefellers, he amassed billions through ruthless business decisions. So, this is a headline from... I'm not sure what magazine it is. It's Conrad Putizer, January 27, 2017, and it's entitled "George Soros is the Secret Financier Behind the Kushner-Backed Startup Cadre." Investors Family Fund issued 250 million dollar credit line. Sources say. So the New World Order is investing heavily in Kushner, who now is the most powerful person other than Donald Trump in the White House. Red flags. Recapitalize uh, the banks, and uh, and then this is George Soros and work on a better world order, where we work together to resolve problems that confront humanity. Yeah, right. A source familiar with the financial arrangement. 
financing arrangement told The Real Deal that Soros has a long and productive relationship with the Kushner family. When George W. Bush was president, Soros said, the main obstacle to a stable and just world order is the United States. When okay, so that's I was the quote I was talking about. We are the main obstacle in the United States, and all, not all my listeners in the United States. I'm sorry, uh, but the main obstacle to the stable and just world, new world order. That's what he really meant to say. Is the United States, and particularly the destruction of the middle class, um, which is really the reason why Trump got elected, in large part. Okay, so. Asked to explain, he answered, by declaring a war on terror after September 11, we set the wrong agenda for the world. Think about that. The irony of the Soros-Kushner connection is that Donald Trump's presidential campaign, which Jared Kushner helped orchestrate, uh, orchestrate, actually vilified George Soros. described him as a an imposter and con man this is soros on trump this is the reanimated corpse oh i can't hardly stand to look at him george soros saying i've described him as an imposter and a con man and a would-be dictator so again i don't really think that trump was the first choice i think this happened they weren't they were shocked that it could have been shocked that it did happen um I think he might have been plan B, is what I'm saying. Then again, maybe that was never the case. Maybe he'd been predicted all along. I'm just trying to kind of give both sides of the potential scenarios for how Trump got in. And a would-be dictator. Uh... So this says, this is a, from some report, uh, CBC News, Analysis, how much is too much Jared Kushner's ever-expanding role in the Trump administration? President Donald Trump's son-in-law advised on everything from innovation to the Middle East, peace to China. I mean, he's got his fingers in everything. By the way, Teal was a supporter of Trump. Eric Schmidt, the former Google CEO, was not a supporter of Trump, but he recognized Jared Kushner's genius. He said... Jared Kushner is the biggest surprise of the 2016 election. Best I can tell, he actually ran the campaign and did it with essentially no resources. So they're giving him all this credit. He's got zero related experience, it says. Not only is Kushner's role exceptional in its scope, but Hughes said it's almost unheard of given his lack of experience. Analysts say he's taken on more than any one person can handle. Many of the portfolio positions that uh, Jared Kushner has taken on have been ones that the brightest minds in government have not been able to fix. Kushner brings no diplomatic, military, or foreign policy track record to the Herculean task before him. That was the most shocking thing in the story, that Eric, uh, Eric Schmidt, big backer of Hillary, and also helped them, her build her, her tech machine. If, she, if he's saying this is a big deal, watch this, this Kushner guy, I knew I had a story. Jared Kushner, man of steel. Now they're equating him to Superman. 
Eugene Robinson, tasked with saving the world, Jared Kushner is destined to Jared fail. Kushner has no diplomatic experience, but he's become an envoy to foreign leaders. So obviously there's still critics of him. I mean, even in mainstream politics, they're saying he's destined to fail because, well, number one, he's with Trump. And number two, he has no experience doing what he's doing. Yet all of a sudden, he's got more, wielding more power in almost a draconian way than anybody, you know, in the White House. At times, in place of the Secretary of State. If you can't produce peace in the Middle East, nobody can. So, I guess that was what Trump said to Jared. And it it said the Trump presidency, and it, this is entitled what this, um, they entitled this in CBS this morning as he went to jared <laughs> so trump went to jared you know the the stupid commercials they always got oh he went to jared because you know to buy the his fiance a diamond ring or whatever that whole line of uh, jewelry advertising he went to jared well that's what they're saying about trump uh trump president turns to son-in-law for policy guidance President Trump declared that his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, could broker the toughest deal in the world, lasting peace between Israelis and Palestinians. But didn't I say that that's going to be... We're going to have this World War III, okay? And it may be a, a short war. I've, I've heard it predicted it could be 91 days. I'm not saying it's going to be. I know that Cutting Edge... Uh, ministries has been saying that a long time that's according to their illuminati planes 91 day war and at the end of that war you're going to have this man of peace most likely the antichrist and the false prophet come to the forefront the man of peace now remember what did they just say about Jared? now i'm not saying he's the antichrist but he has got the jewish jewish lineage okay which is going to be a gigantic qualifying role of the antichrist if the Jews will accept him or not, when they vet him, can he trace his lineage, supposedly trace his lineage back to King David? It's one of the main ways they're going to vet the Antichrist. And I'm talking like the Jewish Sanhedrin. They've already got the temple committee. They've already got a lot of the, the, the implements for the temple already made, waiting, ready to go. They've already got the blueprints for the temple. They can build this thing really quick. This temple committee has been waiting in the wings. I've been on their email list for years, okay? And they're chomping at the bit to get the third temple built. We know that at the midpoint of the, of the tribulation, the Antichrist is going to enter the temple and he's going to commit the, bomb, the abomination of desolation where he goes and he goes into the holiest place of the temple and he, where the holiest of holies is and uh, holy of holies is and he proclaims himself God. Okay, that's going to be the abomination of desolation. That's going to be the delineation point of the midpoint of the tribulation. And from there, things are going to get really, really bad. <laughs> okay, and just look in Matthew 24. Okay, it also talks about it in the book of Daniel. The Matthew 24 references back to the book of Daniel. Okay, and, and this is essentially the time that we're moving into. I have always said that I believe the Antichrist was going to have to be somebody that not only could prove his lineage from a biblical perspective for the Jewish Sanhedrin that will vet him as far as if he is their coming awaited savior. And again, I'm not saying he is, but he's also going to be come as the man of peace. The Bible talks about that, that he's going to come as a man of peace. He's going to say, hey guys, listen, I know we've been at war here. I know that, you know, the Muslims have hated the Jews and, the, and 
to a lesser extent, the Jews have hated the Muslims, I can get us all on the same page. I'm the man of peace. And he's probably going to come with all signs and line wonders and miracles. Now, if you start seeing Jared Kushner starting to do, like, supernatural stuff, I would really, really, at that point, start to wonder if he may be the Antichrist. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to happen all at once. Maybe this is going to be a big reveal where all of a sudden he does start doing these things. The Bible says that the whole world is going to be, de be deceived through their sorceries and through their signs and lying wonders and miracles. You can get a lot of people on board regarding an agenda if you come at it from a religious supernatural standpoint. And you can back it up with these signs and wonders and miracles through sorcery, which is going to be the coming backbone of the New World Order. The coming, the coming one world religion is at its essence going to be witchcraft. The highest level witchcraft any of us have ever seen. Calling fire down from heaven. Stuff like that. Okay, in the sight of men. So, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he could be a candidate at this point. I know I've talked a lot about Maitreya in the past. And I've never been dogmatic about him either. Okay, maybe he's... <coughs> maybe Maitreya's the... Um, false prophet. Okay, maybe Kushner's the I don't know. Can't say for sure. I've never I've never been a date setter. I never tried to be super dogmatic. I've tried to give you biblical biblical parameters of what to look for, though, at least. And I don't know about this guy's bloodline, but here it says in the Tulsa World Report, it says Jared Kushner is emerging as the smoothest, slickest operator in the court of King Donald. He wows people wherever he goes, almost in a supernatural way. It's almost like he has this ability to like learn unbelievably complex sub, uh, subjects in like very, very, very short time periods. Now, is that that he's some unbelievable prodigy, or is he so demon infested and so uh, such a vessel of Satan that he's getting this information literally almost downloaded into him? I mean, you know the Antichrist is going to have unbelievable attributes. And again, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that um, he may be a likely candidate at this point. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get dogmatic about this. Presidents just don't hire their family members. But Trump is doing more than that. Senior advisor Jared Kushner is making his unannounced visit to Iraq with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. It's unusual Kushner would travel to Iraq before the Secretary of State, a sign of Kushner's growing influence. He's making unannounced visits to Iraq? I mean, this guy, he's just, he's doing stuff that's absolutely unprecedented. Trump's secretary of everything, Jared Kushner, CNN. With regard to Iraq, what's remarkable is not that a person from the administration would show up unannounced, said Bill Galston. What's remarkable is that this particular person would show up un unannounced. Oh, I guess it wouldn't... Okay, I said that wrong the first part. So here's a thing on, it looks like one of these morning shows, and it says, who is the real president? And he's got this big list of people. Okay. And a countdown and at number 10's Reince Priebus number 9's Fox News number 8's Satan number 7 is Donald Trump just, Donald Trump's the real president number, but he's only the 7th choice 
Six, the real president's Vladimir Putin. Five, Trump Siri. Four, Steve Bannon's the real president. Three, Mike Pence is the real president. And then two, Mike Pence's wife. And then he goes on to unveil number one. This is particularly important to which focus says Jared Kushner on this idea that he is a power center all... So they're basically, in a tongue-in-cheek way, saying that Jared Kushner is the real president, even on these morning shows. Here is... Um, a report about Trump's family from a reporter. To himself. He and wife Ivanka, both practicing Orthodox Jews, are seen as being more moderate than Trump and have reportedly softened the president's... But again, they say Orthodox, meaning kind of to, to sue things over. They're not talking about the actual sect, high-level Illuminati sect of Judaism they're actually involved in. They're not going into that kind of detail. Policies on gay marriage and child... But no administration over the course of four decades has been able to solve the Arab-Israeli conflict. Barrett says... I mean, how could you have solved the Arab-Israeli conflict? You would have to basically erase the Quran. It, the, the Quran, you know, holds the Jews in the highest contempt. There's no way around that. And the other unholy writings, it, it, it says, take not the Jews and the Christians for your friends. It says, strike off the infidels' heads. Drive the Jews into the sea. I mean, that's their goal. Think about this. How are you going to overcome that unless you have some type of religious, Messiah-like intervention that will make the Muslims put down their Quran and say, okay, we're not going to pursue this. We're, we're, we're going to actually have peace with Israel. Again, I'm speculating. I'm speculating on how this is all going to play out, but the end of World War III is most likely going to come when the Antichrist and the False Prophet come to power, come as, and the Antichrist will come as a man of peace and say he's going to unite the world and they need to unite under him. And he can bring about world peace. And that'll be the end of World War III and the start of the New World Order. And most likely the start of the Tribulation period. I, I, and again, I've said this for years. So, how Kushner is so heavily involved in this supposed Middle East peace process, when at the same time he's trying to get us into World War III, with Ivanka's advice to Trump, to fire the 59 Tomahawk cruise missiles and get us at odds with Russia and in Syria and to destabilize that whole area and all of the other things that I talked about last week. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm trying to look at this and thinking, man, I'll tell you, he could definitely, if he's not the Antichrist, he could definitely play a major part in getting us to that point at bare minimum. Kushner could. A new set of leaders in the Arab world wanting a solution. The timing is right. Kushner played a key role in February's visit from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Can I reveal, Jared, how long we've known you? So that was that was Benjamin Netanyahu, and he's personally speaking to Jared. It's Trump and him in front of a, a very distinguished crowd or whatever, and like. He's literally addressing Jared in the front row, you know, in this really warm, personable way. And how long have I've known you, or whatever. I mean, this is just, I've never seen anything quite like it. 
Jared Kushner says he read up on the Middle East during minutes waiting for a ski lift. Kushner said that during a meeting on Monday in Baghdad, he wowed the Iraqi Prime Minister, Haider al-Abadi, with knowledge that he had gleaned about the nation while waiting for a ski lift. I mean, this guy's beyond a quick study, is what we're saying here. We're talking about photographic memory, we're talking about ability to process information that's almost not even human. Kushner's wife, Ivanka Trump, said that her husband's ability to learn so much about the Middle East while waiting for a ski lift was nothing short of amazing. Finessing the strained relationships with Mexico. It shows him sitting here, and he's got like this really weird, almost expressionless, arrogant look on his face. You hardly ever even see the guy talking. And... Maybe because he has a forked tongue. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to reveal his forked tongue and his reptilian slits. But um, it's very strange the way he's presented in, in, in the press. It's like he's never talking. It's always like this pensive, like he's looking right through you type of look. He's analyzing everything. And he's, you know, whatever. It's, it's just very strange. And working with the Canadian government are also Kushner projects. And he's now running a newly created office to integrate business ideas into the government. This is very weird. Now we take another turn. Jared Kushner hires horror movie publicist to work in the White House. Josh Raphael previously worked as a publicist for Blumhouse Productions, which produced paranormal activity. He hires this guy from a horror movie genre to work in the White House? What? And then it says Jared Kushner hires chief chief get out publicist. I don't really even know what that means, but Jared Kushner at the helm of a newly unveiled office called the White House Office of American Innovation. Josh Raphael, who's 32, will run communications for Jared Kushner's newly formed Office of American Innovation. Now remember, this 666 building was housing Lucid Technologies as well, which I think, I don't know if it's Nextel now or whatever, but that's where they were going to make, that's, they've, Lucid Technologies was all about the, um, making the implantable microchip, which is basically the mark of the beast, and it's in the, and it's in 666 Fifth Avenue. Okay, so, this could have to do with this newly formed Office of American Innovation. And if you, you're not knowing what I'm saying, listen to last week's study because we got into the whole microchip and the Lucent technology in detail. Lucent is an acronym for Lucifer. And its, its symbol is the snake eating its own tail or the Ouroboros symbol. It's very, very highly occult. Josh Raphael previously worked as a publicist for Bloomhouse Productions, which produced films like The Purge, this is the guy hired from the horror, horror movie genre. Paranormal Activity and, and Get Out. Oh, okay, I guess that among other horror movies. So he's hiring people from the horror movie genre? And movies like The Purge, which a lot of people say is, is potentially based on our potential future? Let me just, I don't know. I, I, 
don't say go watch that movie. I I never watched it, but I've heard enough about it and to know that it's it's pure evil. And let me just read you. Let's just see what Wikipedia says about the Purge. The Purge is a 2013 American dystopian horror film written and directed by James DeMonaco, and in the first installment, the Purge franchise, the film stars. Um, uh, as a family held hostage during the purge, an event in which all crime is legalized for 12 hours. So that's the, I mean, anything you want to do, anything kind of goes. And um, total anarchy for, for 12 hours, anything you want to do. And, th- and this is the guy that, that Kushner hires to bring on, the publicist for... Uh, Films like The Purge, Paranormal Activity, and Get Out, among other horror movies. Very strange. While Raphael's history with Kushner's companies no doubt played a role in his hiring, so too must have the obvious parallels between the job he's leaving and the one he's taking. And again, you get into the, okay, what is the potential occult aspect of that? You know? I don't know. In an ironic twist, one of the production company's current films is called The Purge Election Year. Weird. Just weird stuff here. And it says, The Purge Election Year, Keep America Great which is the same slogan Mr. Trump plans to use for the possible 2020 presidential bid. So in other words, the 2016 presidential bid was Make America Great, and this is the same, this film that's coming out in the horror movie genre of this guy that Kushner hired and has now brought on his, on his team is um, The Purge, The Election Year, Keep America Great. Okay, and that's the same slogan that trump is is um already basically gonna use for his for for the 2020 campaign really weird stuff not looking good (laughs) red flags we went to find jared kushner to ask him what his plans were walking to the office at 666 fifth avenue (laughs) with his parents he was offering no clues because you think you're gonna get a job in the white house have a good day thank you he says, have a good day. He sounds almost effeminate. But the Bible says that the, um, the Antichrist, that um, he's basically going to be homosexual. Okay, Now, it's not to say that the Antichrist won't have a wife as like a window dressing, a facade. Okay, But he, is, he says he, will, he won't regard women. He, he's not going to be, um, have any regard for women. He's not going to actually... He's going to be a homosexual is what the Antichrist will be, okay? We've already had one homosexual in there, Obama. He just got out. And um, now, you know, with this guy, I, I don't know. I mean, he's... Nothing would really surprise me at this point about Kushner. The disarming smile gave nothing away. Jared Kushner is now inside his company headquarters. Kushner Companies paid $1.8 billion to acquire the 666 Fifth Avenue, which is across from Rockefeller Center, 
which is, is you could do, I could do a whole study on Rockefeller Center and all the occult architecture and on Rockefeller himself on how wicked and evil and how intricately linked into the Illuminati. And again, one of the highest level Zionistic synagogue of Satan families um, in America that are bent on ultimately destroying America, the Rockefellers. At the time, the largest sum paid for a single office building in the country. That was from the New York Times. And again, why did they overpay so much for this one building at 666 Fifth Avenue, right across from Rockefeller Center? Is there a very, very highly occultic significance of where those buildings are? Rockefeller Center, 666 Fifth Avenue? It's, they're probably on some type of uh, demonic ley line system that is... Just like the show 666 Park Avenue, the buildings themselves, the land that they're on, that's why they want to get those properties. Because people that are involved in the high-level occult know that certain uh, areas, certain land masses, and in particular where these ley lines cross, will you will be able to generate much higher-level witchcraft because of the power that you're drawing from because of the occult land that they're built upon and if you want to know more about that key in ley lines at uh contendingfortruth.com i believe you should find studies i've done on that vanity fair the deal was staggering amid a frothy climate both for its price and structure now this was the 666 um fifth avenue building that Kushner acquired the Kushners paid three times what the building had sold for less than a decade earlier in a debt-filled deal I mean this was insanity Jared is perceived right now as a very very powerful man in the land he's Trump's golden boy yes According to a number of people who spoke under condition of anonymity, Kushner is a kind, charming, mild-mannered guy who has long been overmatched. Long been overmatched. Or could that just be a facade? I think it's a facade. Doesn't seem like he's overmatched now. <laughs> he's going into the you know, White House and cleaning house in all of these different areas. He's micromanaging people. He's putting in these... Kushner commissars to oversee things. He's he's taking control of Middle East foreign policy. He's doing all of these things. He's the he's the single reason through Ivanka that Trump fired the fifty nine cruise missiles. He, they're obviously quite capable of of, of um, manipulating Trump, which could be held against him now that he's done that, because you can't blame it on Kushner. Trump's the one that gave the order. So that could be the ultimate, maybe, blackmailing tool that they'll use against him, too. And Jared, I mean, you know, I did actually speak to Donald Trump um, on Friday, and he told me how incredibly brilliant he thinks Jared is. He called him my son. Not even son-in-law, my son. I mean, Trump is absolutely enamored with this dude. I mean, he calls him his son. He's married to his favorite daughter. I mean... He was already on the inside way, way before Trump, you know, ever got into office. You know, it's the whole nepotism, you know, thing. And he's, he's evidently Trump is blind 
to the, to the deception that his own family is foisting upon him. In October 2010, Ivanka and Jared appeared together on the TV show Gossip Girl as themselves. And it shows pictures of them on the Gossip Girl show. And then it says Gossip Girl, and it, this was a report written, I don't know what magazine it was written, but it says Gossip Girl, the Whore of Babylon. I don't know if that was the episode that they appeared in, but oh, wow, really? The Whore of Babylon? Huh, I wonder what the implications in Revelation, the book of Revelation, that may be, or in the Bible. I mean, what in the world? Look at all these red flags regarding this guy. Gossip Girl, the Whore of Babylon. And it says, this week's guests were Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner. The presidential <coughs> drama falling on the heels of Bannon losing his seat on the National Security Council. So Bannon lost his seat on the National Security Council, and they're saying that was all Jared Kushner. And this was about the same time Trump launched the Tomahawk missiles made that unbelievably bad mistake because of primarily because of Ivanka an overhaul approved by the president and endorsed by Kushner Bannon sees Kushner and his allies as globalist Democrats while Kushner regards the Bannon faction as harshly national his wording is interesting most people would say a stable and just world now this is how Lindsay talking about the George Soros interview that we I played you an excerpt of that earlier in this little report here. But Soros, he said, a stable and just world order. That's because he is a globalist through and through. So I had no sense of guilt. Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? No. That's George Soros. This was, I, this must have been Oh, he, he looks a good 20 years younger here to me. I don't know. Um, but he looks quite a bit younger. Soros told us he believes God was created by man, not the other way around, which may be why he thinks he can smooth out the world's... The Bible says the fool has said in his heart there is no God. So George Soros, and I, I pray to God he finds out real quick because this devil needs to be in hell. This is a, this is a guy that literally, as a Jew sold out and admitted to selling out his own people to the Nazis. He went around and was an informant, informant to the Nazis and betrayed his own people. And when they interviewed him about that, and I played the clips, they're like, well, do you, uh, did you did regret any of that? No, I don't. It is what it is, basically. I, I did what I had to do in order to survive. Because this is what kind of monster george soros is okay and this was he was a monster from the very beginning we're talking about the when the bible talks about the wicked go astray from the womb they speak lies as soon as they be born okay that that is the type of person that we're talking about here we're talking about what the bible refers to as a vessel of satan um a vessel of wrath fitted meaning prepared ahead of time for god's destruction okay that is what we're in reference to here this is a vessel of wrath, okay, fitted, prepared ahead of time for, for, for God's destruction, okay? This is what the Bible is talking about with people like this. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron, being turned over to a reprobate mind, okay? Doing the will of Satan. 
George Soros was always that from the beginning, and and he's always going to be that. You know, so he, he's truly uh, one of Satan's greatest tools on planet Earth. Perfections. The Hungarian Prime Minister accused Soros of trying to destroy Western culture, particularly its Christian roots. Particularly its Christian roots, because that is the main threat to the New World Order are the born-again, Bible-believing, praying Christians on planet Earth. It's the main thing that stands between the implementation of the New World Order. And this is why they're trying to so corrupt the world. Just corrupt it and defile it and, and defile God's creation. And they're doing that on so many different levels. The vaccines with all the foreign DNA and, 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 and the DNA of and, and, um, culturing them literally off um, these vaccines, off aborted babies, okay at least 13 of them culture i mean the mmr okay the veravax the chicka box vaccine all of them are cultured off aborted babies it says it right in the inserts okay and they're getting you're, you're injecting that into your body the gmo foods trying to change our dna which is what it was always been about if you can defile our dna enough it changes us on a molecular level and satan knows this the chemtrailing the, the, and then the, all the things they're doing with all of the Wi-Fi and the cell phone towers and, and the cell phones and all of these things, all of this with the frequencies and the vibrations and all of these things with the smart meters and the CFL bulbs and all of the different ways they're trying to kill us and change our DNA. And it's working. It's working. People are, the love of many, like the Bible says, is growing cold. You know, people that might have been on fire for God five ten years ago not so much now not so much important not so much really and i'm not saying that because i think i'm perfect okay i'm not saying i'm just saying that there's so many things being done to us on levels we're, that we're not aware of and and this is why i try to expose so many of these agendas and why i do so many teachings on health because it's all related we're body soul and spirit and if satan can take us out physically with our body and that becomes the weak link in our chain, well, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Satan knows that. So even if, even if he can make you ineffective for God, that's, that's fine with him, as long as he can take you out of, of the fight. And, and devils like this Jared Kushner are all part of this as well, and George Soros. He said, Europeans must stick to our Christian values. Arben believes that Europe can be saved if Europeans take seriously the traditions, the Christian roots, and all the values that are the basis of the civilization of Europe. By the way, that's also true of the United States. That's true. So th this is actually to be continued. This video, I believe, just came out uh, yesterday the number one uh, video up on before it's news and this is going to be continued there's all these other reports now i mean urgent jared kushner relative of donald trump is the antichrist of 2017 now again i'm not going to go that far but there is a lot of people that are really really looking to this guy and and really really asking the question is this guy the antichrist okay so i'm watching this video this little four minute video and it's all it's all just text with music in the background and I'm, I'm reading one of the frames and it says kushner became known worldwide 
for on account of Donald Trump having totally placed the responsibility of peace in the Middle East in his hands. And remember what I said. It appears from a biblical standpoint, when the Antichrist comes as a man of peace, why would he come as a man of peace? Because the world is going to be at war. And what, is it going to be like some other world war than World War III? No. World War III that's coming is, um, there's going to be probably no war that we can equate to it in severity and a short time frame most likely. And this guy, and people are going to be, it's the, the goal, whole shock and awe, Hegelian dialectic, problem, reaction, solution. We are going to bring you order out of chaos, okay, the new world order out of chaos. And we're, go, and we're going to have somebody like Kushner to do it. Somebody in an antichrist and the false prophet role in order to come to the world and say, hey, listen, we know you've just been through the ringer the last whatever. Just let's say it's 91 days. Let's say if what the New World Order accounts I've seen. Maybe it's not going to be, I don't know, maybe it'd be three years. I don't know. But if it is 91 days and the world's been traumatized, there's there's places that have been nuked, the, the, the world for a large part's under martial law. Let's say you throw in some pandemics in there. Let's say you, you, you activate every terrorist cell on the planet, okay, worldwide. You've activated all of the most radical left groups in order to go after anything righteous. All of these false flags. Let's say you've got weather warfare on top of this. Okay, when they have the ability to control manipulate weather, and it's been well known all the way from the 70s and even earlier on. Let's say there's been earthquakes and tsunamis or whatever. Okay, let's say you've got all this stuff going on. The world will be at maximum trauma. Okay, and there'll be much more. When you're in that state and your adrenals are shot, okay, you are much more susceptible to somebody coming along that maybe before you would have never, ever, ever in a million years said, no, I don't want anything to do with this dude. Okay, nothing. But now, because you're so traumatized and you're so wanting everything to just go back to normal and to make all this bad stuff go away, that you're going to be much more susceptible susceptible to suggestions and let's say this guy comes with all signs and lying wonders and miracles at the same time you start to see jared kushner or anybody the thing is is it says here he's become known worldwide on account of donald trump having totally placed the responsibility of peace in the middle east which is going to be the whole crux of ending world war three most likely in Jared Kushner's hands. Donald Trump said, quote, to Jared Kushner, he said, quote, if you cannot produce peace in the Middle East, no one can. And here's a guy that has no background in that whatsoever, that's learning stuff about the Middle East before he meets with the head of countries, like the guy in Iraq, where he did a quick study on waiting for a ski lift, and he goes in there and totally wows the guy. Imagine if he actually really looks at a subject before he meets with people. Do you think the Antichrist is going to be persuasive and smooth as silk like they've described this guy? His words were smoother than butter. That's what the Bible says about the Antichrist. Okay, so you could, you could argue, well, you don't know if that's about the Antichrist. Well, I think this is going to be an attribute of the Antichrist. Psalm 55 verse 20 says... He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. Now, 
isn't the little horn going to go in there and usurp three of the other horns and the little horns the antichrist isn't he going to break his covenant with them yeah he's going to that's you're into the tribulation when that happens but he's obviously going to be a, 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 a total liar but it says in the next verse the words of his mouth were smoother than butter but war was in his heart even though he supposedly comes as a man of peace it's a false peace it's just to get him into a position of preeminence and dominance where he can really really wage war his words were softer than oil yet they were drawn swords i mean look at the fruit of this guy already look at the fruit of this devil i mean this is just unbelievable so donald trump said if you cannot produce peace in the middle east no one can this is how enamored how taken donald trump is with his son-in-law i mean it's, it's unbelievable he also became known worldwide for on account of donald trump having totally placed oh, okay i'm sorry i already read that um it switched frames there i thought it was a jared has a certain level of competition with rockefeller he's his buildings right across from rockefeller center where according to news tabloids he wants to to pass on wealth he owns several New York buildings, including the coveted 666 Fifth Avenue. Now, it's saying he has 18 felonies? Illegal campaign contributions, evading taxes. I'm just, I'm trying to like piece through this, uh, this report here. Okay, I believe that was the, the, the statistics I just cited. Jared's father, Charles Kushner, has already been arrested in the case where he hired a prostitute to strike a blow at his own brother-in-law. So it's a close family here. Um, and who denounced him to U.S. authorities in 2005 for evasion of currency and illegal political donations. And that was all of the statistics that I just cited. This is his dad. Okay, this is the guy that raised him and brought him up right. Okay, this is who he's learned from. So, not exactly a uh, great family uh, lineage there. So, it says, I'm not 100% sure what this means, but it says, beyond this, people all over the world who know the prophecies of the book of the apocalypse. Now, I'm not sure if that's a, 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 one of the books within the sect of Judaism he's in. I'm going to check that real quick. Okay, so it appears when they say the book of the apocalypse, I just wanted to clarify this. They're in reference to the book of Revelation. Okay, so I just wanted to clarify that because you never know, there might be, you know, specific things um, that that was in reference to. But they're saying people all over the world who know the prophecies of the book of the apocalypse are eyeing what Jared Kushner will do when he arrives at the White House. Well, he's already arrived there. And this is what we're talking about today here. And you know me, I don't jump on all this, these Antichrist bandwagons that have been all throughout the years. The only one I've ever pointed to, and this is because he was United Nations backed and still is. And he has already come with signs and line wonders and miracles. And he's claimed to be the, the coming awaited Messiah of all the five major religions of the world is Devil Betraya, or who he refers to himself as Lord Betraya. Okay, Only guy that ever had a United Nations sponsored website. Okay, and so that, and I've done a lot of studies on him. If you want to know more about that, you just can't betray. I do think he's going to play some type of major part in the end time 
in time scenario here. Um, whether maybe it's one of the whatever, maybe it's the false prophet. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not one to just jump on Antichrist bandwagons. I have consistently not done that in the 11 years we've been in ministry. I've only really looked at one guy. And again, I wasn't totally dogmatic about Maitreya. Although I do think he's going to play some type of role. According to what the United Nations even says. Um, but they're saying that uh, Kushner... Um, a lot of people are really, really, really starting to look at him now at this point. And I'm just letting this video roll in the background while I'm watching uh, the different texts come up here. Okay, so this is another great point. Israel, Jews, and Christians worldwide have placed in Donald Trump their hopes for a world free of Islamic radicalism and peace. That, in turn, Trump puts this responsibility in the hands of his son-in-law, Jared. Uh, Kushner to take care of matters related to peace in Israel. So, oh boy. Okay, so the next quote then reads, A curiosity about Jared is that among the various projects he has, one catches the eye. Now, there's a lot that catches the eye. I mean, he's 666 Fifth Avenue. He's got Lucent Technology in his building who are trying to make the mark of the beast, who are actively engaged in doing that. Um... But this says, there's one that catches that. It has a connectivity project where technology is the focus for a greater connection between people in society. And remember, his brother then has all of these health, uh, these health plans that he's involved with, uh, which they're using the microchip to monitor Alzheimer's and Parkinson's patients, like if they get out of wherever they're living, so they can track them. You know, down like dogs, so they, you know, that's the justification, so that they, they don't hurt themselves or whatever. Well, again, look at all of the red flags we've got regarding this guy. Uh, then the next point, it says, analyzing the whole life of Jared Kushner, it is evident that he fits in the, into several issues that could frame him as a strong candidate to be the Antichrist of the end times. The sacred texts say that the Antichrist might even deceive the very elect. Well, it does say that. It says if they were possible, they should deceive the very elect. But it was more involving there the false prophets and that type of people, That the context of that one verse, I believe in Matthew 24, chapter 24. Uh, but yeah, he's going. He, they're going to deceive the whole world. The Antichrist is the false prophet. And this is why it's so important, you know, the Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. And not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And that's why you keep hearing me hit these verses over and over. Because I keep seeing that this is the whole, this is one of the biggest separating factors between if you're going to make it. If, if, you're, if you're going to make it through the end times. Okay, And again, whether you believe in pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, pre-rap, whatever... We're still going in and, and are increasingly going into a time of a very, very great mass deception. And the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that, you know, and this is in the same time frame that the Antichrist, that wicked, capital W, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, when that wicked will be revealed after the falling away of the church, which we're seeing in full swing, okay, then that wicked shall be revealed. 
Then it talks about what he's going to do with the abomination of desolation. Okay? And then it says, and for this cause, God shall send them the world, basically, strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned, meaning go to hell forever, who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So you could say, well, yeah, but I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior in this, and then that's all I'm going to do. I don't got to worry about nothing else. I'm going to go on in ignorant bliss, and, and, and you go on, and you're totally deluded and deceived. You're totally taken a sweat. You have no love for the truth. That's not a good position. So they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth. You receiving the love of the truth is very extremely important. Okay, relating to your own salvation is what the word of God says. It's not what I'm saying, and I'm not saying salvation's works-based. But it does say that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Which is a very sobering verse. And this is why, a big reason why this ministry exists is because of that verse. Because I don't want to see you be deceived. You know, and have no love for the truth. And, and have pleasure in unrighteousness. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you be taken by Satan's devices because you're ignorant of them or destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's a big reason why watchmen exist to get truth out to you so that you can discern right from wrong. We're moving into the most deceptive time the world has ever known increasingly. And it's increasingly more important to guard your heart and to... Dwell on the word of God in the King James Bible to pray, to fast, and, and, and to ask the Lord that, you, that you're not deceived. To ask God for his mercy and, and that, you know, we endure to the end. That type of thing. They that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. Okay? So, and again, I'm not talking about works-based salvation, but enduring to the end is a sign of salvation. It's proof of that. There's a lot of proof, proofs of salvation. That we looked at one early. If you, if you hate the brethren, the truth doesn't, is, is not within you. And, and, and you're, you're abiding in death. These are things. I mean, the God, the God of the Bible um, will chastise his own, is what the Bible says very, very clearly. You know, and if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards, meaning like an illegitimate son, meaning if you can live life any way you want and basically live like the devil and there's no repercussions from God and you go your merry way, well, that's a very, very strong indicator you're not saved because God will chastise or discipline his own. There's a lot of different things out there like that. So, um... Analyzing the whole life of Jared Kushner, it is evident that he fits into the several issues that could frame him as a strong candidate to be the Antichrist of the end times. And I agree with that. From what from what I'm seeing here, I can't I cannot deny that at this point. And he's got the the, the Jewish lineage, okay, and I don't know if he can trace his lineage back to King David, he becomes even a stronger candidate in my mind. So And today we see Christians and Jews all over the world defending Trump and his government tooth and nail. About the Antichrist, one is only certain of who he is, when he himself is responsible for the Middle East peace agreement, and today Jared is now becoming increasingly more responsible for this. 
he is being perfectly positioned. If he's not the Antichrist, he is being perfectly positioned to be in a role that would be ideal if you were going to become Antichrist. It's like he couldn't be in a better position to be put in that very role. And Trump said, if he can't do it, no one can. Basically on planet Earth. I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. But wow, he really is... Ah, uh, boy, I don't know. Okay, next, next caption. Israel's political leaders have been asking Trump and Putin to help build the third temple. There is very little left for the world to know about the Antichrist. There's very little left for the world to know Antichrist. Only wait, if the Antichrist is Jared, if he gets what he wants, a peace agreement, yes, it will be him that the Jews will begin to see in the near future as their Messiah. Well, think about that. Um, their coming awaited Messiah would be somebody they're coming that, that would actually be able to do what no other man could do. Or their Messiah. Okay, remember, they're not looking for Jesus Christ. They're looking for the Messiah. Their Messiah already came to them. The Bible says that he came to him his own, Jesus Christ, and his own received him not. They chose a murderer over him, Barabbas, and said, Crucify Jesus, let his blood be upon us and our children, which caused a blindness to happen upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Collectively, they've been in this blindness mode since then. Okay, and the emphasis went to the Gentiles. The emphasis will go back to the Jews. I really believe in the later part of the tribulation. If not, the, but the Bible says that one third of the Jews in the end will be a silver tried, um, tried in the furnace. And what does that do? It purifies you. We brought through the furnace and one third of the Jews will be saved. And that's why the Bible says all of Israel will be saved because two thirds of the Jews will die. Um, man, I don't know, this is, getting, this is getting more compelling as I look into this stuff. Israel's political leaders have been asking Trump and Putin to help build the third temple. There is very little left for the world to know Antichrist, only wait if the Antichrist is here. I know I'm reading this over again, I just really want to hammer this. So this whole thir third temple thing, what if Trump is integral in that? What if, what if? What if Jared is the one that brings this this peace to the Middle East over the World War III that they fomented? <laughs> He's doing everything he can do to cause World War III. Jared is. Him and Ivanka, essentially. Getting Trump to act just totally irrationally and fire all these missiles and when he doesn't even, he just makes this knee-jerk, you know, like he's a kindergarten reaction. Doesn't get all the facts. Who else could do that to Trump? Who else could... I thought that he's like Mr. Art of the Deal and he really vets things and he looks at things real, you know. Who else in the world could do this but his most trusted advisor, Ivanka, and Jared, who he, you know, he places in just this unbelievably high esteem. And he says he's the only one that can bring peace to the Middle East. Who else could do that but those two? He's under their spell is what I'm trying to tell you. That's what it's appearing to me. And I mean that literally. It's Kabbalistic Jewish witchcraft is the highest level stuff out there, just about, as far as witchcraft goes. 
If he gets what he wants, Jared, a peace agreement, yes, it will be him that the Jews will begin to see in the near future as their Messiah. And then, if you start to see anything supernatural go on with Kushner, oh boy. And he starts to bring in a religious bent or slant to these supernatural things that may be occurring. Man, you really, really, really better look at that. In, in, in. <laughs> Personally, right now, I don't see a better candidate for any Christ than Kushner. I, I don't see it. I don't see anybody on the planet more prepositioned and poised to assume that role than Jared Kushner. Now, I could be wrong. I'm just talking about, look at last week's study. Look at this week's study. Look at the facts that have been presented. It's not a it's not a rumor that he's at 666 Fifth Avenue and that they overpaid unbelievably for that. And then George Soros funded that to the tune of, you know, $250 million loan. Why did they have to have that property? And that, you know, the employable microchip technology, a lot of that development has taken place in that very same building. And then all the other things that we've mentioned today and last week... I don't know. I'm I'm reading these the, the reports here. Okay, so that I I play I watched it to the end there. There's so many more videos up here. Uh, people are coming out like crazy about this about um uh, about this thing with Jared Kushner. And I'll tell you, <clears throat> I haven't seen a more compelling argument really in all my years of ministry. Anybody, I mean, I'm talking about somebody that's poised. Maitreya was never in any presidential cabinet where he could be pre-positioned ahead of time to pull this off. And again, maybe he's not. Maybe he's going to help the Antichrist. Maybe he's going to be one of the ones that introduces the world to the Antichrist and the false prophet. Maybe that will be his role. Uh... That's why I don't want to get too dogmatic about this and say, oh, it's definitely him. I don't want to, uh-uh, I, I don't want to do that. But it's the most compelling case I've seen in all my years of ministry as far as somebody, if anybody was ever pre-positioned to come as a man of peace and to end the Middle Eastern conflict on the heels of World War III, after he caused it, or, or, or had a lot to do with, with bringing that into uh, play, you know, starting off with the 59 Tomahawk missiles that Trump launched. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, so that's all we have for today. And um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I do thank you, Lord, for letting us come together again. Lord, to um, look at your world, word, Lord, and to explore the current events that are out there, God. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you give us clarity regarding the end times, regarding what we're moving into, God. I pray that none of my listeners, I pray to God for the none of the body of Christ are destroyed for lack of knowledge, Lord. And that we're not ignorant of Satan's devices, Lord God, lest he get an advantage of us. And that we are not moving into the strong delusion. 
that we hear your voice, Lord. And the voice of another that we would not follow. And it seems more crucial now than ever, Lord, with so many people blindly, and so many people that identify as Christians blindly following Trump, uh, that this be the case, because that wouldn't be the case if Hillary was in office, Lord. This wouldn't be so much of an issue. People, Christians would be more open-minded, but they're not, they don't seem to be open-minded, Lord, a lot of them, because of that Kushner is in Trump's cabinet. Uh, I just pray to God that, that you would... Um, you would give us clarity, Lord, regarding this, and that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive regarding your truth, and that we would not be deceived, and that we would be able to help others, Lord, and that you would use the body of Christ mightily for your glory, and through them, that many would be saved. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, and that we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit clearly, Lord, and that we always give praise and glory and honor to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.